0: Hey hey homebodies, what's happening? It's your girl Rachel Presser, the Toad Lady, coming at you live from New York, and today we're gonna be talking all about why we buy shit we really shouldn't be buying because it winds up being a mostly aspirational purchase. And mainly in the context of things like home like home goods and like other things we use in the home. It could be anything, like whether it's food or some kind of linens or whatever, and you just wind up never using it. So, I don't know, I was just actually, like, thinking about this, you know, because I was watching, like, the very end um the final season of Broad City when it finally came on Hulu, and you know, I'm a big fan of the show, and I also, I something that's, like, I always really loved was the set design of the show, especially the apartments, because... As someone who's lived in New York, you know most of my life. I can I can attest that yeah, a lot of stuff is shot on sound stages, you know, for interior scenes because our apartments are just way too tiny to fit a film crew. It's impossible in most cases. So most, you know, yeah, so, yeah, so most of those apartment shots that you see on all of your favorite TV shows that take place here are mostly all shot on sound stages. Um, and yeah, yeah, they're just you know, using sets lovingly put together by professional set dressers. And the thing that set dressers do is that they try to show things, you know, about about these characters, you know, through yeah the way that they decorate the sets. Um, and because I'm actually doing the same process as I'm working on my game right now, like with my you know, with my artist, like we're making some of these backgrounds and like close-up scenes, like, you know, show things about the characters, or rather than telling the players something, you're showing them. So it's the same thing with TV shows and all those HD TV shoots you also see, um, or all those, like, yeah, like, glossy photographs you see. Like, you're only seeing, like, the very best versions, you know, of these properties and people. You're not seeing what they look like every day. And the reason why I bring all this up is because, you know, like I said, like I was just watching Broad City, and something like about the way that, like, that Abby's apartment is decorated, just struck a chord to me for some reason. Like, I was always like, God, why doesn't my apartment look like this? Or, like, oh yeah, like this looks, yeah, like a real New York apartment. You know, it's not like those luxury pads, like yeah, like that you see on Sex in the City, where it's it's pure fantasy. It's pure fantasy. Um like, I forget what the address was, like, for Carrie Pratchell's apartment, you know, it was a, it was a fictional one, but it was, like, I think like, somewhere on 60th Street, which most, like, normal people cannot afford to rent or buy a place there, but it was, you know, conveniently written in that, you know, Carrie had very, like, long-time rent control, and then the building went co-op, and Charlotte helped her buy it with that insanely expensive ring and yeah most people can't fucking relate to that (laughs) um yeah whereas like abby's apartment looked so much more like ones i had been inside in real life you know in brooklyn and queens um throughout my throughout my 20s and 30s um and and before that too (laughs) um and something about it i don't know just like yeah maybe you want to like buy the kind of stuff that like I normally wouldn't have in my home. Like oh, like this like some really like cute and quirky thing like that would be at Urban Outfitters or like some you know, or like or like a street fair. Um oh yeah, like I think that some of us have also had phases where we tried to become a plant lady and it didn't work out. <laughs> um I, yeah, I don't think I really like saw that in on the show as much, but It's definitely become a gag on social media. Like, I know it's become a thing around among women my age um, on Twitter and other channels. (laughs) We we talk about, like, our failed attempts to become plant ladies. And it's like, yeah, so, like, you'll buy a bunch of stuff, like, to hang up plants. Um, You know, because, like, because you see it on Instagram and it looks beautiful. And you read all these statistics about how Greener environments and having plants in the room, you know, makes you happier. And then you think you want, so you go for it, you give it a try, and then next thing you know, you just have a shitload of dead plants and <laughs> a bunch of like pine soil that you're never gonna use for anything else. I can't even use it for toad care because it has stuff in it that's not good for toads. And yeah, so I'm just thinking about that, you know, and how, um, yeah, like, we just, we, we buy stuff that, because, because we aspire, but then we fail at it, so, I don't know, i just been thinking about it lately because, like, yeah, like, not that long ago, people completely lost their shit over Marie Kanto, you know, opening a store, and, you know, after her whole shtick was, get rid of stuff that doesn't spark joy, I actually did an episode, an article about that, like a little while back, and some of it is just like largely a cultural misunderstanding, because it's it's not just getting rid of stuff you don't want that doesn't spark joy. It's also putting things into your life that do spark joy, and I think that people really just misconstrued the entire thing, and so 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 it's like that with yeah, like buying stuff that we aspire to like we want our apartments or houses to look a certain way like so maybe for you it's not having an apartment like the one on Broad City but like maybe it's oh my god but I want that beautiful you know house I saw on HGTV or on Property Brothers or you know whatever else um, is on now and it's like oh like, like, like why can't my place look like that and I don't know it's kind of analogous to like body image problems we have like with when i was growing up it was all about like yeah like what you saw like on tv and in movies today it's like how are we like hating ourselves by who's on instagram and using the same three filters and like the same eurocentric beauty standards and people think only like one type of face and body is attractive and it makes you fucking hate yourself and i think it kind of translates the same with like our interior spaces like and you know what I'm going to reject that and start loving my crap shack the way it is. Because I have severe executive dysfunction, and no amount of crap I buy is going to change that. In fact, having less stuff in the house will probably make me less crazy and give me less to move around. Um, yeah, no matter how badly I try to get it all under control, it is what it is. And then... It's a question to ask. It's also a question you have to ask yourself: of how do I draw the line at it is what it is, um, and then how do I know when I should aspire for something more? Yeah, like or get that really nice thing I want to get for my house, because it could be you know like a symbol of change to come, or you want to shake up your routine at home, whether you're going to do some feng shui or paint the walls a different color because you're tired of how it looks now um yeah i mean there's nothing stopping you from doing that but sometimes though we just as I said we still tend to like get this like what's actually dubbed as aspirational clutter i said like 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 the failed attempt at becoming like a plant person and so there's a couple like different facets to it like one of it like is you know is just like hey If you want to try a different hobby or like a different thing, I don't really know the right word for it. A different like way of life, I guess. Maybe try taking baby steps first and like don't invest a ton of money and space into it. So like don't buy, yeah, like a shitload of plants at first. I mean, I try to keep like your the purchase like small, but it was still hey, it still took some cash. It still took up some space. (laughs) Um and then Another thing is, like, you also don't want to just, like, buy something really cool solely because it has a good price. Like, I'm thinking about, like, you know, if you get together with your friends, like, you're going thrifting, like, for the weekend. And a lot of times, yeah, because it is, like, purely recreational shopping, like, it can make you just, like, less mindful of where this item is actually going to fit in at home. It doesn't mean you have to, like, be this totally, like, ascetic, monk-like person who never brings a damn thing into the house, but it just, I don't know, it's just worth thinking about, like, oh, hey, like, this is, like, how you're feeling right now, like, when you're at, like, this craft show or at this thrift shop and you're looking at, like, this really cool, like, piece of art. Like, do you actually have the room for that in your house? Like, or are you actually gonna hang that up someplace um you know i think a lot of people just like don't really stop to think about it and it's a little easier i guess like if you have like a bigger home and thus like more more room to actually put things but even then that's not always the case because i'm just let so once again thinking about how i grew up with a hoarder and you know, my mom would just buy whatever. And, like, she didn't really care if things, like, had a place or not. If she wanted to buy it, it got bought. Um, fuck the rest of us. If she wanted to buy something, it, it came home. Like, you should have seen some of the totally, like, ridiculous things we got rid of after she passed away. Like, we had, like, no idea how some of these, like, random things, like, wound up in the house. Like, I remember getting, like, getting rid of, like... I only not really want to say if it was, I mean, it was some kind of decorative thing. I don't really remember, like, if it was, like, a painting or, like, some kind of model or sculpture. But it was big. It was, a, it was at least, like, three feet tall, maybe, like, two, three feet wide of some kind of dinosaur footprint. And I just remember, I mean, I mean at the time, I wasn't even, like, living in um, my own apartment. I was just sharing, like, a room in, like, this... Well, it was a dump. I don't even want to say it was, like, a private house or apartment. It was just, it was a freaking dump. And I had nowhere to put anything. But even if, like, I had moved into a bigger place, like, there was no way I would have taken it. Because it was just enormous and, like, had no practical purpose. But, I don't know. My mom would buy shit like that constantly just because, like, she thought it was cool. It was priced pretty cheaply. And we'll just be like, oh, yeah, like, someday I'll redecorate and, like, have this room full of really quirky things. And so, I don't know. It's the reason, like, why I dub this piece, like, the art of avoiding, like, aspirational home goods and aspirational clutter is because we tend to just buy a bunch of shit we're never going to use. Whether it's, yeah, a really cheap bargain or whether it's, like, that expensive thing representing the lifestyle or the home we wish we could have. It's because we're not quite there yet and you know, we think about, yeah, like where we want to be instead of where we are. And I just think that I, mean, I don't know. I just I just think that like <laughs> there's different ways to express like trying to actually reach your aspirations and just buying shit for the house is one of them. Like Go out with your friends if you want to celebrate, you know, or you don't really have anything to celebrate. You just want to celebrate being alive. But don't buy this massive dinosaur footprint just because you can. God. I just say this as someone who's, yeah, is a failed plant lady who grew up with a hoarder. Just be more mindful about what you bring home this year and in coming years. So if you want to read more about... Hoarding, clutter, executive dysfunction, and buying shit you don't need, check out more of my work at Homestratosphere.com. Be sure to go give us a follow on Twitter, at Homestratos, and I'll catch you again next time.